Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Dare Daniel Podcast. My name is Daniel Barnes. I'm the film critic for the Sacramento News Review. My co-host, as always, is comedian Quirky McDonald. Say hello. How you doing? How you doing? On this fun-sized mini-episode, we're going to look ahead to next week's review. We're going to look back at our previous review of the film Collateral Beauty. We're going to talk about our favorite Will Smith movies, since we've been a little negative on him of late, and we're going to read some of your movie dares. First of all, let's talk about next week's review. Corky! Yes, sir! We're the same age. We are. Uh, I'm a little older. A couple months older. Got a little more maturity. Is it fair to say, and if this isn't fair, you come crashing in, you just bring it, bring it crashing down. I've got the nunchucks at the ready. Is it fair to say we are children of the 1980s? Yes, yes, literally. I yes. want to be fair here. We were children in the 1980s. A lot of great comedy in the 1980s, a lot of great comedy teams, comedy duos, but when I say the words 1980s comedy duo, I know that two people are popping in your head. Billy Crystal. Sure. Gregory Hines. Yes. From the film Running Scared. Oh my God, please. <laughs> Did we get dared Running Scared? No. Fuck. So they basically defined comedy for the 1980s, that, that comedy duo. Fast forward to the go-go 90s, when people were constantly fast-forwarding to things because we were constantly go-go. Yes. We're on FF all the time. We need a new comedy duo for this go-go generation. Now, obviously, you're going to carry over Gregory Hines. That's a no-brainer. But now <laughs> you need a star who can connect with this kind of this young go-go generation of flannel-wearing yuppies. The way Billy Crystal did connect with the young go-go Lacoste alligator-wearing generation of Absolutely, the 80s. Absolutely, right? Yes. But we fast-forwarded now to the go-go 90s, and now I think you need someone more in line with a Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. So now you've got DeVito. You've got Hines, but you need the vehicle. You need the film that can show off their talents. Something that can display the immense physical gifts of a Danny DeVito, but also this kind of brash comic hilarity of a Gregory Hines. Perfect. So in 1994, they actually found that vehicle. What? It is called Renaissance Man. It was directed by Penny Marshall, and it is the film we are reviewing next week. Let's listen to the trailer. Go to the clap. For Bill Rago, being out of work was a new experience. We found you a job. When have I ever been a teacher? Come on, it won't hurt to try. Do you know how many kids carry guns to school these days? In this case, all of them. The AEC is building 2310. Go half a click till you see the DPTM center. If you hit the RFPC, you're going too far. Can I buy a vowel? Now, what you've got here is a few soldiers in basic training who've fallen way behind the other recruits. I'm not an animal. I'm not an animal. Mark! Look, please! I've never taught before, and you've never thought before. So, good luck to all of us. So, what you're saying here is you want me to teach these guys how to comprehend? <laughs> He's hardly a soldier. What's the matter? You can't get a job out in the real world? They're barely students. Hey, oh, hold up, hold up. That is a diss. I ain't no oxmoron, all right? You know what I think, Bill? I think you're wasting my time. Yeah, well, you do your job and I'll do mine, all right? Yeah, you know what the difference here, Bill, is? I care about what I do. The army wanted to make them into soldiers. He wanted to open their minds. This is called Hamlet. Hamlet, yo, that's about a little bitty pig, right? If you can get past Shakespeare, you can get past anything. I don't know if anybody can help you, Hashbeat. Blue, but I'm sure. 
easy on the kid. Talk about anal. He must have been toilet trained at gunpoint. Oh, that's it. That is it! Touchtone Pictures presents... You are not dumb, but I need you to know that. The story of a man... Do not saw the air too much with your hands thus... Who had a lot to teach. It's important, Lou. This is important. This, this is why we're here. And... I told you not to look down. Everybody looks down when you tell them not to look down. You know that? A lot to learn. Yeah, yeah looking good, Mr. Right. From Penny Marshall... The director of Big, Awakenings, and the League of Their Own. This is for all that old self be true. This is for all that old self go. This is for all that old self be true. Danny DeVito. Victory starts here. Renaissance Man. Hamlet's mama, she's the queen. Hamlet's mama, she's the queen. Buys it in the final scene. She buys it in the final scene. F. So that is Renaissance Man, starring Danny DeVito and Gregory Hines, uh, directed by Penny Marshall from 1994. It is available on all the usual VOD services. That review is going to come out on Tuesday, and that should be a very fun episode. I can only imagine we got dared this movie, and it's considered a bad movie because they didn't have Peter Hyams directing like Running Scared did in the 80s. Exactly. You need a Hyams to really rein those two in. Exactly, yeah. It's Hyams' vision. <laughs> So now let's take a look back at our previous episode where we reviewed the Will Smith vehicle Collateral Beauty, directed yeah. by David Frankel. A stalled vehicle. Corky, is it fair to say? And again, if this isn't fair, you just you come right, like just knock over my microphone, hit me in the face. The nunchucks are twirling right now. Is it fair to say that we talked about the film Collateral Beauty? <laughs> it's fair. Using words that came out of our mouth holes? Yeah. And taking that a step further, is it fair to say <laughs> that the mouth is really nothing more than the house <laughs> where your tongue lives? Is that fair? <laughs> is that fair or have I gone completely <laughs> off the rails here? <laughs> Did you? Yeah, your head. Yes. <laughs> I big my fucking head. <laughs> I have injured Quirky McDonald. All right. But apparently that was not fair at all. This is a f- just started some self-harm there. That's a completely fair statement, Daniel, and I'm glad you finally brought this issue to light. I've been about this issue. The mouth is a house for your tongue, people. Thank you. Thank the you. The uvula is just squatting. It's a sublet. It's a sublet at best. <laughs> Uh, do you have anything else to say about the film Collateral Beauty? About the catastrophe of batshit proportions? <laughs> mm. I do have a question. Please. I don't think we talked about this on the show. Remember the character of the private detective? Yes. Here's what I have a question about. Was the detective also some kind of a specter or spirit or something like that? Because she is just as omnipotent yes. as Love Time Death. And she appears everywhere, no matter what, yet she was hired before they even met Love Time Death, and she also would have had to coordinate with Love Time Death, because when she is filming Will Smith at the end, talking to supposedly no one, because they're going to remove it with special effects, (laughs) she has everything perfectly framed. 
Take it like a, even like they walk on a subway and they know exactly she which knows car exactly to walk onto. Which one to, he's gonna f- huff out and leave on? But in the final shot where they, you see Love Time Death on the bridge at Central Park, she's not there. Take so. it a step further. Are, is every Mexican actor in the commercial that Ed Norton watched at his mother's house inspired by the NYPD Blue <laughs> episode? Or are they in it as well? Because right? that gave him the idea that to do this. That gave him the idea in the first place. Everyone's in on it. The whole world is Love Time Death except for Ed Norton. Kate Winslet, Michael Payne is dead now, but Will Smith and his wife. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Is she a specter? What do you, What is your thought? Is she a spirit too? The detective? Well, everybody has to be because all things. It's the only thing that would make any kind of sense, yeah. right? Yeah, like they run into each other just like in the middle of New York in a subway. Like. The, the, I think you you hit on the biggest funniest part of this movie is that these people are motivated motivated by the worst motivations <laughs> to do what they think is a noble thing <laughs> and the movie wants you to think it's a noble thing yeah. but it's awful really awful really awful and then the movie's just like yeah we did that yeah good job guys collateral beauty good job still don't know what the fuck that means don't know but it's on a bumper sticker somewhere in america right now <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was Collateral Beauty. Let's just close the book on that forever and never speak of it again. Okay. Uh, however, I will say we've been a little harsh on Will Smith in these kind of early episodes. Bright. He's uh, earned it. Yeah. Oh, has he ever? I mean, yeah. just take one look at his IMDb credits for God's sake. We've been rough, but fair parents. Dan. But we reviewed, we were not fans of Bright. Uh, we were certainly not fans of Collateral Beauty. Nope. I also uh, pooped on Hancock. I called that my least favorite superhero movie in a mini episode. So we've been a little rough on him, but we like to be positive too. It's not all negative. Sometimes right? we're sunshine. We're to be a little sunshiny, a little rainbow here and there. Yep. Uh, so we're going to pick our favorite Will Smith movie. Which <laughs> is difficult. It is. Because there's not a lot of great stuff out there. Slim pickings, I would say. Maybe it's easier because there's more bad movies to choose from. It would be hard to pick your least favorite. It's but. fair to say we are children of the 80s, but we are adults of the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when Will Smith was at his worst. The, yeah, and for the, to be the most bankable star, pretty much, the, the star of the generation, I, looking through his list, it's like, what the fuck are these movies? And these are not good movies. Yeah, exactly. Yes, uh, and the newer ones, uh, like they're already have completely forgotten. I mean, Wild Wild West is one thing, but my that was a memorable bomb. He's, <laughs> like, he's, oh yeah, he's drifting into Nick Cage like, territory. Yeah, absolutely. So my pick. Yeah. So, but we we did want to give be some be positive, give him some encouragement. Hey, Will, we got your back. You can turn it around. We believe in you. You can so, do this. Pick your favorite Will Smith movie, Quirky. What's your favorite? Will Mine Smith is two thousand one's Ali. Ali, okay, yeah, which I, he was nominated for an Oscar for that Michael Mann film. Michael Mann, yeah. yeah, I think that's a, a good a evidence of a good director getting the best performance and reining an actor in when he needed to be reined in and letting him go when he needs to go. And it's not the Will Smith's current movies that are inspirational. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the a lot of grief. It's an actual movie. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Will Smith prepared a long time to make that film, and so yeah, it uh, the. Pretty excellent performance on his part, yeah. for sure. Um, my pick, you know, last week I championed the films of Yasujiro Ozu, the great uh, Japanese filmmaker. Well, this week I am going to champion yet another cinematic master of subtlety and grace, Michael Bay, <laughs> with his 2004 film, Bad Boys a 2. Yeah, yeah. The rare case where the sequel is better than the original. And I think, you know, Will Smith, uh, for all the discredit we give him, I think he's part of why that movie, to me, is completely insane. Sure. And totally fun at the same time. Like, it is just an absolute 
immoral blast. And Will Smith's totally cocky persona is a big part of why that movie, I think, is so This fun. is a movie I've always ignored because of all the reasons that you state. Oh, of course. That Michael Bay, Martin Lawrence, and Will Smith in his slumming roles. But I know enough people I respect like this movie, so I know I'm missing something. As far as, a, a again, a trashy, utterly immoral action movies go, it's hard to get much better than this. Cool. Uh, so let's read a couple of our listener dares. Thank you, everyone, who's been daring us at daredaniel.com. Keep those dares coming in. Yeah, keep them coming. We're taking dares for the October Scare Daniel series that we're going to be doing. Our first dare comes to us from Colin Williams. What Thank- up, Colin? He dares us to watch the film Event Horizon. Do you know Event Horizon? Uh, yes. Sam Neill. Yeah. Sam Neill, Lawrence Fishburne, Kathleen Quinlan, your girl, Jolie Richardson. Hey. It's from 1997, directed by the other Paul Anderson, Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> Why did Colin dare us to watch this movie? He says, for your October spooky episodes, this embarrassingly is one of my favorite scary movies. There was a lot of potential here in the concept, visual design, and casting, but it somehow messed that all up, and well, here we are. Where we're going, we don't need eyes to see. And I have actually seen this film. Have you seen it? I saw it in the 90s, but I was high out of my mind. I saw it actually maybe like a couple of years ago on cable. And it's mm. it's okay. Not, not great. But the IMDb synopsis says, A rescue crew investigates a spaceship that disappeared into a black hole and has now returned, dot, 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 with someone or something new on board. Those are terrifying dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I was going to say that ellipses what, really sealed what it. What was going to happen there? So thank you, Colin, for daring us to watch Event Horizon. Our next dare comes to us from my friend, Seth Katz. He dares us to watch The Monuments Men. Do you know The Monuments Men? I've heard of it, and I thought this would be a perfect dare. Yeah, it is from 2014. It is directed by George Clooney, screenplay by Clooney and Grant Heslov, the same creative team that brought us Suburbicon. Suburbicon. Which, look for that in a future episode. We actually did review that. Uh, It stars Matt Damon, Bill Murray, George Clooney, Kate Blanchett, John Goodman, and Jean Dujardin. So you've got three Oscar winners for acting and two who have been nominated. That's a pretty damn good cast right there. Pedigree. Why did Seth uh, dare us to watch this movie? He says, it's rare for a cast this good to be wasted so badly. Clooney's track record as a director was, if not highly esteemed, at least solid until this turd. (laughs) And yeah, this was a movie that was supposed to come out Christmas 2013. It was supposed to be a big Best Picture nominee. It got pushed to February of 2014, which is just never a good sign. And I hear mostly bad things. It just seems weird because, again, Aloha-like. Yeah. Hell of a cast. Right. Kate Blanchett and Bill Murray and Matt Damon and John Co- I mean, that's fantastic. Anytime someone uses the word turd, though, my radar goes up. It's <laughs> yeah. like, th- that's, that's a word with power. That's interesting. I'm interested now. The IMDb synopsis of The Monuments Men says, An unlikely World War II platoon is tasked to rescue art masterpieces from Nazi thieves and return them to their owners. So that is The Monuments Men. Like I said, we have Suburbicon coming up in a future episode, so maybe we'd just double down and really just lay into this Clooney character. Grant him and his love. Rip him and rip him a new one. Fuck you guys thinking. So thank you again, Seth, and to everyone who has been daring us at daredaniel.com. Go to the website there and listen to episodes and read my reviews and uh, submit your movie dares to us, and we'll read them here on the show. And big thank you to the at Films on Trial and at Cinematically Correct people. Uh, you guys have been fantastic with your support and pumping us, and we, we would love to do the same for you. Yeah, thank you very much. And be sure to check back on Tuesday for our full review of Penny Marshall's Renaissance Man. Until then, I'm Daniel Barnes. Our producer, our very loud producer, is Johnny Monuments Mouth Flores. 
Monuments Mouth. Monuments Mouth Flores. This is websites dedicated right. to that. Oh, and I'm Quirky McDonald, and I just made a dirty joke that didn't make any sense. No sense at all, but we loved it. Loved you.